doing? Good. That was good. They took the clip out. Yeah. I see that. Okay. I, I heard. Didn't know if you know, I didn't see it. I heard. On media, yeah. you know. <laughs> no, it's not my thing. <laughs> Appreciate you. Uh, I want to ask you about Deontay Harris. What do you say? He's really good. We're just watching right now. I mean, I, I, I don't really like comparing guys because I think every guy is unique in his own way. But he's Darren Sproles, so. Whatever you think of Darren Sproles, I mean, I think he's one of the best returners that's ever played. And this kid reminds me of him. Um, no real weakness to his game. Quickness, acceleration, vision, uh, change of direction, long speed. I mean, he can do it all. So uh, we get our hands full. It's going to take everybody doing their job. Um, and then hopefully getting them wrapped up and getting them to the ground because he's, he's a great, great player. He went to Assumption uh, University, which is in Worcester, which if you're from around the area, I think a lot of people know, but just curious from your perspective, like, was learning that this week, is that something like you were like, oh, tell me more about Assumption, or did you have to? Well, I've been watching him play since he got in the league, and I, I learned that a few years ago um, when he came out. I think that was three years ago now. So uh, homegrown product for us. Um, uh, he's he's representing his school in a great way. Um, it just goes to show you some guys just need an opportunity. You know, if you can play, you can play. Doesn't matter where you went to went to college. Once you get here, it's about showing your ability and making the most of your opportunity. And he's certainly doing that. Hey Matthew, you guys are always good at ignoring the noise over the years, uh, especially the senior leadership group. What are your guys' message to the younger guys this week? Where outside the building, a lot of talk is already focused on week four. Yeah, I mean, look, you you only get one time to prepare for and play the Saints. Uh, every game is so important in this league. You know, we're a team that's still trying to lay a foundation and continue to improve and to get wins. We want to play winning football. Uh, we certainly can't worry about anything other than the New Orleans Saints and preparing for them and going out and playing at a high level on Sunday. This is a great football team, so we're going to have our hands full. Yeah, getting back to social media for just one second, I know it's not your thing, but it is for a lot of the younger players. Do you have to guide them about kind of ignoring the negativity that's out there because there's a lot of negative stuff? Yeah, certainly. Um, you know, I, I always tell those guys, you know, you can't let people that you don't know, you, you'll never meet, um, speak into your life. Um, you really have to be careful about who you allow to speak into your life and how you allow them to speak into your life. And unfortunately, I think social media uh, gives some of these guys, I mean, thousands, tens of thousands of people access to them that they normally wouldn't have. And, you know, I understand there's a lot of negativity uh, when it comes to social media. So I just encourage these guys to remember um, to have a strong sense of self, to remember who they are, the things that they stand for, the things that they hope to represent the people in their lives that really matter to them, um, family, loved ones, people that they have actual real relationships with. And then as far as people, you know, who want to spew ne negativity on social media, I mean, you just, you can't empower that. You can't let those people have power and, and speak negatively into your life. So that takes a great deal of maturity. I mean, Shoot, if I was that mature, I'd probably have social media and it wouldn't be an issue. Like, for me, I know myself and I know 
I can't have social media, and that's part of the reason that I don't. So, um, you know, it's it's the landscape has changed. I mean, there there's some certainly some good things that come along with social media, but there are a lot of a lot of bad things that I think that probably outweigh some of the good things you'll see. Matthew, I'm thinking for a couple of years, your locker mate, if not all your years, was Julian Edwards. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to honor him at halftime in this game. Just your thoughts on watching Julian go from, you know, just little jewels to GE 11. Yeah, it's a whole brand now, isn't it? <laughs> um, I mean, I, you know, I've gone on record numerous times. I'm so proud of him and everything that he accomplished here in New England. Nothing was given to Julian. He had to earn it all. Uh, no one worked harder. No one displayed more toughness. No one was more committed to this football team than Julian. So I think it's great now that we have fans back in the stadium to have a chance to honor him, um, honor his accomplishments, um, celebrate JE11 and, and all that he stands for. Uh, you know, I'm proud of my brother. We still talk all the time. So um, it'll be good to have him here back in Foxborough this weekend. What do you miss about him? What do I miss about him? Uh, probably his energy. Um, you know, he brought a unique energy to our locker room. Um, the stamp that he had on our football team was uniquely him. And I, don't, I don't think it can be duplicated in any way. So um, I certainly miss that. I miss our conversations about things that happened, you know, eight, nine, ten years ago, and just reminiscing on things like that. So. There are a lot of things that I miss about him. He's a great teammate to me, great friend over the years. You know, I consider him a brother. So, um, but I'm thankful that we, you know, our relationship goes beyond the game of football. Do you miss having those connections with, as you just said, your eight, nine years ago conversations? Mm -hmm. You're one of the, the last guys remaining. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I, I tend to be nostalgic from time to time, and uh, I, I try to have a healthy appreciation of the past without getting trapped there. Um, but, you know, there are enough guys around here that, that have been here for a while. But I also really enjoy engaging with the, the younger players. Uh, they continue to teach me about myself. Um, you know, I'm a firm believer that any player can learn from another player, regardless of how experienced, how old. Um, we all have uh, unique gifts, skill sets, and our journey through the NFL is all different. So I'm learning from these young guys, some of these new players. They're keeping me young, and um, you know I'm having fun with the team that's here now. Matthew, you said something back in June about you hope young players here start to take ownership of the team because the the old guard is how you put it, you know, only has so much time left. How have you seen maybe some of those young players? You know, it's not that much time since then. This mm -hmm. was a handful of months ago, but um, how have you seen maybe some young players take ownership of the team? Yeah, well, you know, I think it starts with. Being able to listen and learn and take coaching, take the experience of players around you and apply it, and, and those guys have all done a good job of that. Uh, the humility piece is so important. I mean, if you have to be humble enough to know that you don't have all the answers, regardless of who you are, and try to learn. And I think our guys have done a good job of that. And, uh, you know, as this season continues to progress, uh, you'll see certain guys step up and lead. Um, you know, I think of a guy like Damian Harris who's stepped up and showed some great leadership. I mean, I can list off, you know, a couple dozen guys that have done that. So for them, it's really about um, staying within their lane, remaining true to themselves. Don't try to, you know, don't try to be this guy, that guy. Just be you. Um, take what's being taught and applied. Uh, take what's being taught and apply it, rather, 
and uh, and just go from there. So, you know, they've done a good job, but we still, you know, all of us have a ways to go. Could, can Mac fit into that category yet, or it's he's still obviously yeah, yeah. because yeah. of the position he plays? Absolutely. I mean, you know, when you're the quarterback of a of a football team, starting quarterback. There are only 32 of them, so. Um, we all know that when you're a player on the offensive side of the ball that touches the ball every single play, um, people are going to look to you uh, whether they should or shouldn't. And in this case, I think that they should because because of the fine young man that he is. So, um, you know, we're going to encourage him and, and give him a fertile ground to step up and be a leader, uh, support him however we can. And, you know, as it comes, it'll come naturally and he's got to do it his way. He, he doesn't need to try to do it anyone else's way. He's just got to do it his way. Matthew, you and Julian Edelman were roommates? Did I get that right? Back we then? were for four years. Four years? Yeah. What was that like? Longest kind of four years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was great. I mean, look, Julian and I are, are very different people. For people that know me and know him, they know we're very different. They always ask, how did that work? But um, I think, look, there are two guys that love the game of football. Two guys that were very frugal and wanted to save their ducats. And, uh, you know, there's two guys that really enjoy one another's company. So, you know, I'm appreciative of the time that we spent together. Uh, those are some pivotal, formative years for me. And I'm appreciative of the influence that he had on me professionally and personally. And like I said, well, you know, our relationship will go well beyond the game. Did he ever That's call you State two more? Did he ever call you Bubs? I get called Bubs all the time. <laughs> I'm like, what is this whole Bubs thing? But, you know, he, him and his buddies from back home started that, um, and he kept it going. Was that his rookie year you guys started? Uh, no, we were – I think I was going into my fourth year. It was after the lockout. Yeah, it was after the lockout. I packed up my apartment and moved back to California. I didn't know we were going to be back, and he kind of did the same. You know, we were like, oh, we made the team. We don't have anywhere to live. And that's how it started. Thanks, guys.